Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello everyone, welcome to the Red Men TV. We're building up towards Liverpool versus Borussia Dortmund, the first game of the ICC 2018. For us anyway. Yeah. Yeah, over in Charlotte. We won't be there for this one. Uh, we will have our wonderful intrepid explorer cameraman Sean Kelly over there to bring back some some cool stuff but stay tuned to the channel for that of course but Chris this is weird initially when I was typing out the, the, the my thoughts on this one I was going to go with like oh, pre-season kind of starts here but because of the the way of the players coming back and what have you tangibly there's not going to be any major difference I think in terms of the personnel that we've got available to us here We've seen the, the, the wonderful homoerotic pictures of Salah and Mane back in training along with Grujic, which people are far less, you know, care far I less genuinely about. haven't seen a picture of Grujic. <laughs> I've seen loads I've seen of Salah of, and Mane. I've seen lots of people, like, text saying that he's back, but zero pictures. Um, so, nominally, we're probably looking at a very similar sort of situation to, to what we've had Does that so mean pre-season doesn't start here? Well, pre-season, the real pre-season, I think we're going to start, we're going to start to get, I think, kind of from here. What we've discussed so far is we've been doing these 45 minutes, you know, two teams kind of thing. I suspect, if anything, we'll probably, that, that will probably come to an end now and we'll probably start to see more of a settled side and more like a, a typical match rhythm, if nothing else. Maybe, yeah. I, th I think, you know, it wouldn't surprise me to see more of a 60-minute side, something yeah. like that, and a 30-minute side. I, I don't think we're ever going to get into 90 minutes while we're in America. Um, I just think back to the last time we went a couple of years ago and, you know, there were still lots of substitutions and stuff like that during the game. So I think it's difficult, isn't it? Because we say it all, all the time, don't take pre-season too seriously. But as soon as you're sat in front of a football match, mm -hmm. you can't help yeah. but take pre-season seriously. So, you know, first half uh, in the last game, I was really disappointed. I was quite bored, if I'm honest with you. Second half, on the other hand, it was much better to watch. I think the yeah. players that were involved, just seeing Virgil van Dijk back in the side, didn't look like he'd missed a beat, to be honest with you. He just mm -hmm. looked straight into it. Seeing Naby Keita sort of, you know, being able to drive forward and start playing through balls, he's, we, we're starting to see something from him that we hadn't seen in yeah. the previous game. So... Although I don't think the games themselves are necessarily more important, we will see more from the players during these games and they're going to start hitting their rhythm yeah. a bit more. And naturally, it's a step up. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of teams Man City put out. They've brought a team of kids to this tournament, effectively. Um, but interesting from a, from a Dortmund perspective, you know, you've got the, potentially you've got the likes of, you, know, you could have Royce, Goethe, Nori Sahin. Pulisic is going to be the interesting one, getting to cast a, cast a few glances over him. I do wonder, I don't think Liverpool are going to make a move for Pulisic this summer, by the way, but I do wonder whether, 
you know, Liverpool Liverpool's owners tend to be around for these games. I wonder where, whether seeing him in the flesh and seeing how the response is to him wow, yeah, good point. could have an interesting thing. It was a point you made years ago about how Pulisic would be an FSG dream sign and because get that guy who's going to be the face of an of a of a, of a nation and it could be a uh, could be something that kicks you on in a commercial sense as well as a football Absolutely sense. and I think you've got to think of these things as, as a major player in European football again don't you and you know we've been trying to break the American market that's why we've been going over to America for the last uh, couple of years and stuff well it's twice now isn't it we've been over there every two years now that's an important market for Liverpool obviously they'll get money from going and, and taking part in the ICC but ultimately they want a fan base over there uh, an engaged fan base that's willing to spend money and willing to back the team um, and that's what you've seen there already is that over in America and that will grow even more if you can sort of hang your hat on there's an American guy playing for that team why wouldn't you sort of if you're on the fence you're deciding who to support Bang, straight in, loads more revenue for the football club, you'd hope. Uh, and not only that, most importantly, you get an incredible footballer for it as well. Yeah, it's worth us noting that at the time of filming, and you know, we're filming this only a couple of days before the game, they haven't actually announced the squad, so obviously we don't want to get too into it. So I thought it maybe a little bit of a retrospective to some extent about players that have impressed you. I was watching that Blackburn game and... Um, Slightly different. I mean, I don't think the first half was. I agree. I don't think the first half was great, but I, 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 you know, I was entertained enough by it. But the players that that, that stood out for me, one of the players that stood out for me, which I didn't, ex- who I didn't expect to stand out, has been Nat Phillips mm-hmm. as a centre half. I mean, and I, it makes you wonder whether we'd have seen him at all if, let's say, Trent had been available to us, or Lovren was back, or Lovren, or Lovren was back, and I, I mean that from the Trent perspective as much as we've seen Gomez pushed back to right back again, um, I'd like to have seen, but I think Gomez has looked, Gomez has looked really comfortable at right back as you'd expect because he should be better at it, he's done a, a, a solid season there for us now, um, but like the likes of Nat Phillips, I, I look at him and I just don't think, he doesn't, he's another one, We've got, I think we've got a, a little under, bubbling undercurrent all of a sudden of Three, maybe more. I might have, maybe I've forgotten some young lads, like under 18s, under, who are going to be in the under 23s, who I think we, we're safe to call upon. Obviously, Nat Phillips, he's not really been drawing the plaudits, but Curtis Jones, yeah. he looks better and better and better every single time. He, he does. Team. And, you know, I was sat with Matt from This Is Anfield um, during the game yesterday. We were talking about him, and, and one of the things that he said to me was, I really want to see him in and around the first team this season. And he actually said the words, I'd loan Wood burn out and keep Jones. Yeah. Because Jones looks really exciting, you know, and also I think he's probably a bit better suited in his skill set mm-hmm. to be able to play those wide positions where I do feel we're a little bit shorter. Maybe if Woodburn, because of his probably half a yard of pace that he's maybe lacking, mm-hmm. wouldn't suit uh, one of those wing positions and we're probably quite stocked in centre midfield. Um Jones could be an interesting option for it. It's something that I fully agree with. You know, every single game he has stood out. Whereas, you know, Camacho, I think was probably your third player, maybe that you were talking yeah. about. Yeah. I think the first game he didn't really stand out for me, but the Tranmere game he stepped it up, and the and the game since then. So every time since then he's stood out for me, uh, and he's been very very good. So yeah, I'm really impressed with these lads, and they're players that you can think. These fit the style, mm-hmm. you know. They might not be there yet, but you can see that they've got a high ceiling. Yeah. You can see that they're technically gifted. You can see that they understand the tactics that Jürgen's probably asking of them, and um, they're well drilled. 
Um, physically, they, they might not all be there yet, but in Jones's case, I kind of don't think that matters. Mm. Whereas maybe it does a little bit more for Camacho, but Phillips is a big guy, yeah. you know, a big, strong guy. And he doesn't look out of place in a back line with whoever he's played with, yeah. which is a real compliment. He hasn't looked the junior defender. No. I'll give you an example of it. Like uh, Kelleher came on, who's, who's effectively like the, 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 the second choice youth goalkeeper, I guess, at, at this point. We saw Grabada against, uh, against Berry, and he looked like a just look like a kid in goal, effectively. Phillips hasn't looked like that, you know, as you say, you know, you wouldn't have, if you didn't know, I, I, I judge a few of these performances, and that's why it's been, it's been quite an interesting pre-season. You look at some players and you're like, you wouldn't, if you didn't know, you wouldn't know the back, you didn't know the backstory, you wouldn't be like, oh, this lad never played with the, with the senior team before, him and, and, and Curtis Jones, and I think it's, it's interesting as well, when you've got the likes of Shea Ojo, you've seen, um, Wilson going out on going out on loan. See uh, Kent, you'd be shocked if he was at any further involvement because he's not been he's not been really given the opportunities as much this preseason. But you're looking at it and going, there's a there's a there's those lads there who are in the perfect I think in the perfect bracket that they're young enough that it'll still benefit them playing under 23s football yeah. this season. But they're also good enough that if you had a major crisis or you really wanted to to cover what you were doing. I would not be upset to see Curtis Jones get a look in, in the first team, no. as, saying, as an example. I know it's pre-season. I, you know, we, we say it all the time. And, and I know the opposition that we've we've come up against isn't the best, but he has looked so comfortable and fearless in possession, which even as... I, I could put myself in that situation, you know, it would be a dream. Um, as a young lad going into that side, you'd, I'd play within myself a little bit, or I'd try too hard. This lad's just playing his normal game yeah. to me, and he, and he just doesn't look like a fish out of water I at all. I thought it was interesting, though, one little note on that. It was like the first 15, 20 minutes of the Blackburn game. I think he was trying a bit too hard. He was getting himself in trouble. He was... He was being a bit too a bit too aggressive in what he was doing, he gave away a few fouls, and you could see him like, and you wonder whether that was like he was get, he'd been getting wound up a bit like, impress here, and you're on the and you're on the plane to America. It's one of those situations where, for me personally, and obviously people watching will have a clearer idea by the time this is out as to what Liverpool squad looks like exactly. I'd be perfectly content to see these lads go go over on that, and unfortunately, the the likes of. The likes of Ojo, Kent, Wilson, etc., and would be to some extent lads who've had, who should who should be closer to the first team, actually we don't look don't look as impressive as maybe they looked a year a year or two ago. All of a sudden, there's a new crop coming up who just look weirdly more just a, more ready. Just a, just a note of caution on on like the Woodburn stuff and that. I think again, you know, it's pre-season. I've said it three times already in this video, so apologies. You know, I was looking at um, doing a stats and tactics this week on Fabinho and Keita and, you know, we got some um, footage of the game that I'd recorded and I'd looked back on and stuff like that. And I wanted to talk a little bit about Fabinho and him dropping in between the centre-halves and stuff like that. And I think it was Chris Bascom wrote an article in the Telegraph on Wednesday evening that came out and right towards the end of the article, um, he started Klopp. He had a quote from Klopp talking about um, Fabinho. Did you see this one? This is from I think this is from after the Tramia game when he talked about what him having to learn how to. And, how and to he's play just the role. dropping too deep and stuff like that. Now, I don't think Fabinho did it as much, but it's it must be affecting Woodburn's game. Mm -hmm. You know, if one of your midfielders is out of position, is dropping too deep, that you have to take your position off the players you're playing with, especially if you're in centre midfield. So, although it might not look on the surface that Woodburn's really impressed, you don't know how much 
having players who aren't used to playing those positions. He might look good on the ball, yeah. but positionally, if they're in the wrong place, that might affect Ben Woodburn's game as I th- well. I think, look, I think low-key Woodburn's been pretty good in, in pre-season. I think he's been very, very tardy on the ball. He's had a decent range of passing. But I think it's more for me. It's the it, again. It's the physical side of things. It's kind of what you were alluding to before. When what you what if you're looking at what we're we're asking of our midfielders, he was doing it. Naby Keita took a step up in the Blackburn game. He, he was a, he was he played with the shackles off a lot more. We saw Curtis Jones doing a, a similar thing as well. We know you can. We know that Genie Van Alden can do that. We know that James Miller can do that. We know that Adam Lallana can do that. And I don't know whether Woodburn is either playing within himself or playing to the limits. Or just he's just adapting to it to a new role. But as it stands, you know, just ranking on what I've seen with my own two eyes so far, I don't have Woodburn in me. In, he doesn't quite. He, he's done more than some, but I don't think he just hasn't stood out in the he's way that Sean does. Exactly, exactly. That's yeah, a great no. way. A great way of saying it. Um, so no, very interesting. Stuff. We're not going to do preferred elevens for this because it's just that we're on a hide to nothing because we literally we can be picking players that aren't going to be there. I would be really upset if Lazarmakovic doesn't go to the states. By the way, I wouldn't be. I I was I was so impressed by him. I, it's it's so annoying because we, we we me and Matt were having a bit we had you a bit on the wind up over it at, at the game. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's a worth one on one talent. side, one on the other, giving it the absolute beans about Lazar Markovic, and they know that I, I don't think he's good at all, and they just kept on going and going and going. And do you know the thing is, I think they both started to believe it a little bit more as they went along. I know, I totally am, but I'm totally bought in to Lazar Markovic um, because. If only because, and look, again, this is this is probably a moot conversation because I almost certainly won't be involved because we've only seen him for 45 minutes in pre-season. There's been no indication under Jürgen Klopp that he's got any time for Markovic at all. Um, but what you could see from it, it was it made, and it linked into us having a much better team in the second half. Having a lad who naturally knows what he's doing on the wing, whether he's brilliant or not, is kind of by the by. Solanke didn't look good on the left hand side, and Origi didn't look good on the left hand side when he got when when they were flipped in the in the in, in the previous game. Having a lad who, who just knows what knows what he's doing makes a massive difference to what you're doing, and I still do believe that there's a big understudy shaped hole for that for that position at the moment, particularly now that we know Sadio Mane is going to be playing the ten. <laughs> um, listen, let us know your thoughts. What would your preferred eleven be? Again, if you know if the Liverpool squad's come out, you'll have a clear idea. So let us know in the comments below. Um, drop a like on the video, and if you want more on Allison, who doesn't want more on Allison? I want more on Allison. We've got so much stuff. We've done a bit of a, a teaser video, like a, a taster of all the brilliant stuff we've done. You can watch that, of course. But there's literally five amazing shows dedicated to all different aspects of what it means to Liverpool. Whether it's just emotional, us, a load of us here buzzing about it, to um, European football expert Andy Brassel, ESPN journalist Glenn Price. Um, and we've got, again, just every angle you could possibly hope to have covered. So get over to theredmentv.com if you need more. You just need more of the Reds in your life. Get involved in that. Start your three-month trial and, uh, and let us know how you get on with it in the comments below. Chris, thank you. I bid you all adieu. I shall see you on the other side of the Atlantic uh, for Liverpool's tour. ta ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.